Mom, may I, can you hear me? Hold on, everybody. You got me? I got you. How are you? I'm a good. How you doing? Uh, excellent. Excellent. I'm very excited for this. What, 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 it, it's, what is it? Noon one? What time is there? 7 p.m. actually. Oh, that's right. Oh, I'm, I'm out. My time zones are all screwed up. Yeah. I, I Oscar. Yeah. Oscar, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Um, you're, you're a huge success in your space. I was just telling everybody, record producer, podcaster, DJ, you got your own label. Um, I, I, I'm fortunate, Oscar. I get to interview lots of people, uh, especially in your world. And uh, uh, the question I start out with, the question I always ask first is, what is self-made, because you've done it, mean to you? Yeah. Um, self-made uh, is basically, in, in, in my terms, overcoming all the, 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 the hurdles you know, um, that one goes through, especially being uh, independent, you know, having a, a, a different journey, um, that today I can be able to speak up as such. Um, that's how I defend, I mean, I define um, self-made, yeah. Just overcoming all the hurdles, because there are a lot, and they are most of the time the unspoken of. Everyone wants a success story, so self-made is definitely a lot of stuff and Oscar, I'm with you 100%. I feel like no one likes to talk about the hurdles. They just want you to know that you're that it was it almost seemed easy. What were what were your hurdles? Um there's a million like tons to even speak about, but one of the biggest hurdles was me fighting to be me, you know. Um a, 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 a lot of people re reference themselves with many other people. But how I feel that I am, I feel like I'm, I'm different. And I've always like, fought to, to, to bring that to the forefront, you know. And it all comes doing things differently, um, speaking big uh, things differently that are yet to come that you believe in, you know. And then people look at me weird, like, that's not going to happen, you know. Uh, firstly, you're in the wrong part of the world, you know. I've had so many naysayers telling me that, you know. Hurdles like that, for people to, to, to understand where my originality comes from. It comes from me, my head, my belief, you know. So hurdles are like those, mine were kind, even my, my hurdles were different, you know, trying to write a story out of nothing, you know, trying to, to knock on doors, which I know won't be open, but I had that faith and belief. So I, 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 I had even specific hurdles I still do, you know, because my journey, I strongly believe is very different, yeah. It is, is, and I'll give you an example, and I'm in the liquor space, I own a whole bunch of brands, you know, Bel Air, Bamboo, McQueen. It wasn't until I realized, you know what, if anybody's gonna fuck it up, I want it to be me. I want it to be yeah. me, my opinion, my ideas. And it took me a long time to realize that, uh, that I gotta trust my own instincts, I gotta stop, I can, I can take in other people's thoughts, but I got to choose, pick and choose what I want to listen to. What do you, when do you think it changed for you? Um, it changed the day I became selfish, you know, um, yeah. because um, I'm actually a selfless person, you know. Um, my whole life I've been a, a take care of people. I want everyone to be in the good space that I'm in, good energy, good vibes. Uh, the day I decided to be selfish about myself, about my journey, about my dreams, 
Um, that's where everything took a sharp curve. It was very difficult. I'm not lie to you because I lost a lot of people. I lost a lot of things that I, I thought they were good for me at that time, you know, but I had to make a sacrifice and it just became selfish. You know what? I'm shouting everyone out right now. Um, this is me and this is my story. Um, when you, when you think back to, I love that. And I'm going to tell my whole team that I always write down one thing to share with my team. And it's, it's going to be that is you have to be selfish. You have to think of it that way. Um, do you remember, uh, owning that in the sense of, you know, it it can hurt other people. Do you remember realizing, you know what, this is, when did it click that that was the right move? It clicked, um, not even long in it, you know, because everything just was right now. Because now, when I actually picked up that a lot of my energy was dedicated for me being um, this self-proclaimed God who wants to help everyone, you know. So now, when I start taking that for myself, for my, for my career, for my business, um, that's when I saw that if I had done this earlier, I was going to be four, you know. And then that's when I really felt like it was the right decision because I, I really prayed about it because I wanted some guidance. I spoke to my dad about it, my mom. And then a um, few weeks, few months in, everything that I really um, was giving um, half of my efforts, I went fully in. I started seeing change, you know, right immediately, so to speak. And I knew right there and there that I need to invest more in myself, you know, and it didn't take long, never long. And that's why I said from here on, I'm not looking backwards. I might have lost people i might have lost things that um made sense at the time you know but then my vision was now based on the long term you know because i i want to stay i don't want to be a person who comes and does something and disappears so it, it didn't take long for me you know and then i just stuck up to it yeah Oscar, when did you when did you decide that you wanted to do music or you wanted to play in that arena yeah 2008 2008, more like 11 years back, 12. That's when I knew that um, this is my field, you know. I was never interested, okay. I, I come from a household of that's musically orientated. My parents, my, my siblings, um, every single day of my life, I, I was surrounded by music, you know. And the greatest thing of it all is that they, they love different genres. So that's how I got to learn um, where the different music comes from, the parts of the world, where I learned about samba coming from Asia, Brazil, you know, where I learned about R&B and hip hop from being originally from um, 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 the US, you know, house music coming from Chicago, Detroit, um, and our own sound in South Africa named Guaito, you know. So that's what I used to learn. My sister used to write a lot of lyrics from, from, from Aliyah, um, from you know, all the, the big R&B artists, you know. My brother used to collect CDs and vinyls from Jarul and the likes at the time. So I learned. My parents both are into gospel. My dad mo mostly on country music, you know. So that really educated me of the background of music and how how much it differs, you know, in in in, in terms of style, in terms of timing, in terms of mood, what when to play where, a family trip, um, a home setting, Christmas uh, Eve, you know. Um, celebration days, you know. Um, so I learned more from my family. And then when I grew older, got to learn what I love more, what I'm collecting, what I'm, I'm clicking more with, that's when I knew that somewhere, somehow, I'm going to be part of music full time of my life, you know. Only when I was doing my last year in high school, I decided that I'm going to be part of music and 
I'm gonna make it work. No matter what it, it sounds like your family was 100% supportive. Is that correct? 100%. What was the one area that you thought you'd step in within music? Era. What was the what was it? Did you want to produce? Did you want? Did you want to uh, manage people? Did you want to be a DJ? Like what? Who? Who was? What area was it for that you wanted to focus in first? Yeah, um, I really fell in love with the art of playing music for people. You know, yeah. Um, the control that it has, the emotions that are involved. You know. Um, so firstly, I became a DJ before everything else, before becoming a podcaster, before making music, before running my own label, uh, because I believe everything else I had to learn through what I have, which is being a DJ, you know, uh, traveling around, um, uh, pick up in, uh, people's um, 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 likes and dislikes, like when it comes to playing music, because you also learn how to control energy, how to control vibe, you know. And then that's how I grew as an artist to being who I am today, who can run a label, who can have employees, um, who can actually make music for, for people, you know, and have to know what to do on which season. So I, I had to learn first. And, but DJing was the forefront for me. And I who, learned more from that. Who, who, was, who were some of the people back then that you looked up to in, D, in the DJ world? Uh, I have so many people, but I know in, in South Africa, I have Vinny Da Vinci, who's a legend, uh, undoubtedly. Uh, Black Coffee, well-known, like, renowned, um, amazing artist overall. Um, um, overseas, I used to follow people like uh, um, Rich Medina, you know, who, who play all this type of music, which is, in our term, like back then, was called underground music, you know. Um, Phil Asher, all the guys, you know, people who used to love music, like Louis Vega, who used to make music, travel with his wife, doing shows globally, um, and used to come to SA for shows. So it was very inspirational. At some point, these people were so far from me, I thought um, it's going to be close to impossible because I didn't know what, what, like what it comes with, you know. Um, so I used to look up so much to them, and, and uh, I couldn't believe when I came through to, 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 to jo Johannesburg from back home to pursue my, 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 my career further, my studies, that in the very same year, I almost met all of them. And um, I saw my, my dream just coming alive by just being in the same place, going to the events, learning, listening, you know. So it, it was a bit of a speed up uh, process. I was very inspired from a long time. Do you, do you remember the first show you had, the first time you DJed in front of other people? Yeah, I do. Actually, that show I did myself. <laughs> I did myself um, in my hometown. I called a few friends and then we did an event at a, at a car wash, basically. We were washing cars and then we put up our own sound system. People were, were, were paying to listen to us, to buy the food we were selling. And my my first show for people was my own show that I did for myself. So, and I can imagine, because to me it's, it's uh, uh, being on stage and controlling the music, you're controlling the audience. You're, you're the yeah. power. Did you, do you feel like, to me, it's feeling like you have the power. You, you can control the movements and what people are doing. Did you, do you thrive off that? Yeah, I do because, um, playing music for people is energy based, you know, getting to a show, switching on, forgetting whatever is bothering you. Um, remembering that people are also here for a reason, for a purpose to distress, to, to celebrate to 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 be happy you know so i i work on energy so i i do feel that drive you know because 
you just get connected. And every time you touch those knobs and you play a song and you do anything on those desks, it's just direct um, connection per se. So I do it every single time, every single day. I really go out and work. That's what keeps me going because I really love that. Um, <clears throat> I almost see, to me, a DJ is, is very similar to, let's say, uh, improv. It's comedy in the sense of you have to play off of the audience and yes. and what their react. You got to get the reaction out of them. Do you, is every audience different to you in terms of what they bring? Yeah, I mean in entirely. Um, that's why I, I I really enjoy the the the, the weekly feeling I, I get of packing my bag and leaving my house and traveling all over the country in in around Africa as well. Because every single weekend, I'm blessed enough to experience different crowds of people, you know, uh, different uh, types of expectations, you know. And that, for me, is like a test for me every single week that I need to re-announce myself. Uh, you know, I need to reintroduce myself to people that this is who I am, this is what I do, and I can definitely make you dance, you know. Um, so I always have to, to, to prove myself every single time. And it's, it's, it's so crazy because it's a challenge, but I love it so much. Where's your favorite place to play outside of South Africa? I've enjoyed shows in Lesotho. You know, it's it's a neighboring country. Uh, I really enjoy every single show where people go out for the music. You know, I've enjoyed playing in Paris also. Um, I got a very different experience overall because um, the the party scene in Europe and um, based uh, compared to SA is quite different. You know, it is going to be different because. I mean, I've been partying in South Africa for my whole life. So when I got an opportunity to go uh, party in, 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 in Paris, in, in Europe, I was so shocked because what I used to see in movies, people queuing outside a club, is actually a real thing when you go <laughs> when you fly out of the country. And people come through and listen to music, you know, the whole night the dance floor is filled with people who are there to just indulge in the music. For me, that was totally amazing. So I really enjoy, uh, neighboring countries out of SA, and my biggest highlight definitely was Paris. I really love this. Do, do you get? I'm assuming it's the same thing for even for someone like me. When I travel, I get my ideas. I learn. Yeah. I, I take back. Do, do you do you feel the same way? Whether you're in Paris or neighboring country, it's, you know what? I, I, there's a new sound or a new beat or something different that I can bring to the table in my in my next record or my next album, my next music. 100%. I feel from that. Um, hence, I'm big on traveling so much because yeah. that's where I really get refreshed. That's where I get new ideas. That's where every time I pray when I'm away from home, I feel like I connect on a high level with God because I'm not in a, in a comfortable space where I'm really from. So that's where I really get my niche. That's where I always have my, my booklet with me. Um, I always carry my, my laptop for every idea. I just jot it down, you know, because I know that that, that feeling I'm never going to feel again unless I'm in that place. So I really get inspired more by traveling because that's where my creative juices come alive every single time. With, with COVID and the lockdown and not being able to play or to perform for others, what do you think you learned from that? Or did you learn anything? I did. More than being frustrated, I did learn. I learned of um, not being comfortable anymore, you know, yeah. because... Um, what I thought we had or what I have in my career is, is, is permanent. So it's going to be going on. But then COVID showed me that anything can be stopped under the sun, you know. So I learned to do things different, especially like when it comes to my career, that 
I'm never gonna delay stuff that I'm supposed to do. I'm never gonna um, hold back on ideas. I'm never gonna hold back on anything that requires me to deliver and for me to believe that I've got another extra day to, to do something. So it just made me understand that there's no more time for me to, to, to as, as much as COVID arrived, it means my career can be put on hold by something else tomorrow. So I'm never holding that ever again. I learned, I really learned the, the importance again of, of, of how to handle things like my, my finances, my businesses, how to keep them afloat with all that any income, yeah. It, it, tell, tell me about the, the Amshed Hour. How did that start? The Amshed Hour is a, a podcast. I started it in um, 2010, but went effective a year later. Uh, basically, I was studying a lot of, um, that's when the internet in, in, in my country was starting to be more accessible for us, um, especially because I was in university now and I spent more time of myself um, out of my parents' home, you know. So I always wanted to come through in the industry as a different person, you know. So I was always doing some research on like stuff, how artists move around. And what, like, one of my things that I really came through was podcasting, you know. At that time in my country, podcasting wasn't as huge. But 2000, 2011 for podcasting, that's, you're, you're 10 years ahead of the game. No one was doing that. Yeah. yeah. Hence I said, like when I really started to find out more about that, I went so much into more research. I got ways on how I can do it to be more authentic for me, you know, because I wanted it to be my story. Yep. And I knew that at some point when it comes through altogether, people are going to jump on the bandwagon. But how do I keep it going? I mean, this is my 10th year doing podcasting and it also makes me emotional because um, today I'm, I'm, I'm such a person because of podcasting. You know, I was able to open my own doors to, it, to host people to go knock on a door, on a brand's door and say, yo, this is me, it's what I do. It's so different because so much numbers come through. Please assist me. One, two, three, four, five. So... Um, I did more research. I remember I used to study more of Jimster uh, from, from Furious Records. He was doing more podcasts, more to the, like musically based ones. And then that, that there was more of talks of podcasts, you know, from even people from the US used to talk about things that used to happen in society. So I used to see podcasting as radio, but underground radio. Yeah. Really yep. like, focus and really understand that there's no limitations on what we can speak about. We're not selling any uh, airtime here for, for, for a brand. We're not having any anything that we are trying to impress. So I took that and then made it my own way of saying, this is what I want to bring to the game and make sure that it re resembles who I am with my creative juices. When did you know you had something? Um, uh, 2011. 2011, because Immediately when I started podcasting, six months later, my my numbers were crazy already. You know, I I remember the um, the owner of um, the platform I use, uh, Podomatic. I just forgot his surname. Sent me an email, uh, trying to offer me um, a deal that's going to be much more long term because of my numbers, which are shocking. You know, out of the blue, um, this kid in South Africa who's just doing a podcast of music. You know. Right there and there, I knew that I've got something. And then weeks later, just before the year ended, um, I got the big name of artists who wanted to, 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 to assist me in terms of me getting shows, in me getting much more broader ideas on how they can assist me in terms of calling this because they loved it so much because it was different at that time. And that's where I knew that I'm definitely heading somewhere. When did you start the record label? 
Marie Kondo started in 2018, but to trade officially in 2019. How do you find, how do you decide on the talent? How do you decide, how do you make the decision who you want to bring on board, who you want to get behind? I'm based on passion. I'm, I'm based on passion before the talent. You know, every time I talk to people who want to be part of my legal, want to be part of my story, who want to even do a collab with me, I, I need you to be as passionate, if not more. You know, and then we can go to the music and check what you have and how far you want to go. Uh, because if we don't really connect in in the passion level, definitely we are going to clash somewhere somehow. So I, I'm, I'm like it, again, it goes back to energy. You know, I'm so big on that. So passion over everything for me. It, it is. Um... If you had to choose one avenue to focus on, forget DJing for a second, what would you want to focus on? Um, running my record label. Because um, in the space of the, of the past few years, um, I've had so many artists uh, which were like diamonds hidden uh, under the surface, you know, um, whether I've done it directly or not even from my label per se, because um, my label is more based on on, on, on people who are based on passion then the yep. people who are talented who, yep. who cannot be in the same space where I am but I'm able to assist and say you know what I can't do this for you but there's someone who can help you so and I've got that thing of trying to assist where I can given that I've got the, uh, the, the energy the, the, the power or I've, I've given the trust to be able to mobilize stuff you know so um, I, I, I do a lot of that and my long-term goal is being able to run my label at some point with no um, 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 commitment of me being a DJ, commitment of me being something else. I want to focus on that in the long run. Definitely, I'll choose that over everything. And what, what, what's the, give me one, ex, one piece of advice you'd give an artist on your label that you learned, that you learned the hard way. This is, this is what you should do this is my mistake and I'm going to tell you something that's going to get you, get you there faster, better, stronger than anybody else. Collaboration. There's so much strength in, in collaboration. Um, uh, I've learned it the, the hard way because like I'm saying, my journey has been different my whole life and it really forced me to be by myself, you know, and it means I have to do everything by myself from scratch, from A to Z, um, the admin, the running up and down, doing the paperwork, uh, making sure everything is on point, getting to an event, setting up by myself. You know, that's awesome. That's crazy because you've got, um, you've got the power, you've got the drive, but it's got a, a short lifespan, you know. Yep. With other people, you can definitely do more, you know. And I did that by myself and I really burnt out after dropping my first album because it really it even got me depressed, you know, uh, because... There were so much things overwhelming me, even if the wins were never meaningful to me anymore because I'm so exhausted. I'm so, I'm so um, taking all the, the, the heaviness that the industry gives you, um, the, 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 the negativity, the, the positivity, and you really can't get everything into one basket, you know. So as, as long as artists can learn how to collaborate as soon as possible, um, um, hold hands, uh, share ideas, um, that would make them grow quicker and, and, and stronger. I'm, I'm so big on that. What's a win for you today? What does that feeling mean to you? A win? A win today is being able to do what I want when I want to do it. Yeah. You know, um, that's being part of being self-made because 
I know that um, I'm worthy, you know, that's a win for me, you know, that's definitely, if I want to wake up today and switch off my phone the whole day, it's a win. It's not a loss for anyone. Who, who, who have you not collaborated with that you'd like to? Give me two so names. Many, there's so many people, there's so many people. Some I'm really in the process of doing so. Um, uh, I really can't give you two names, there's a lot of names that you put them on the spot. Um, I don't know, any genre? Yeah, any genre. I love Dallas. Got a crazy, yeah. crazy vibe. On the house music scene, definitely Black Coffee. Um, definitely, yeah. Those two. Um, if you weren't doing music, what would you be doing? I would be working in my hometown, uh, in, probably in a mine, because where I'm from is mostly a mining um, area. Um, so even what I learned in school is, is man-related. Like related. So definitely I'm going to be in my hometown, just being a, a local boy, a happy local boy, like we with a big family already. Are you driven? A lot. And what do you think drives you? My passion. You, loving because what you do, loving what you do. With no mistake, even when I'm, I'm the most exhausted person, I still have the love for what I do because it, for me, it doesn't feel like work. It, it, it yeah. feels like me being myself, me breathing. And um, for me, I, I remember vividly, this is probably 15 years ago, and it was the lowest of the low, the worst moment in my business career, my life, where I realized money doesn't matter. I just really like what I'm doing. Like... It was that moment where everything else became easy. Did you have that moment? Yeah, I did. I, I even still do, you know. Many times when I speak to my team, you know, because we have weekly meetings, um, now it's worse because there's so much work. We meet almost every day, you know. I just always tell them that if I could, I would do all I do for free. Yeah. Know? Because uh, I don't want that to be the benchmark of who I am, of how much I'm charging, of how much I'm worth because now it kills what I'm trying to do. Many people really get disappointed at times that they can't get hold of me or there's no available date for us to do one, two, three, four, five. You know, if I could, I would do it for free because I'm driven that much that I just want to do more to assist the coming generation, the people on my label, the people who need help and the information that I have, you know. So I would do it, definitely. I'm, I'm that type of a person. But it, if, you know, if, if your kids came and said, I want to do music just like you. What are you going to say? I'm going to fully support them because yeah. that's what my, my, my um, parents did to me, you know. Um, like when I came through and told them, you know, it's, um, there's nothing else I want to do. And as much as um, you guys have invested so much in me and you have a specific life about me in your heads, I want to do this. So I was definitely support them. Who, who are two people that have been there for you day one? my parents, my, my mom and my dad. It's a great feeling, isn't it? hundred percent. Make no mistake. Hence, I'm so grateful for them, you know, uh, because even to this day, I speak to them daily, um, you know, and every single time, sometimes I'm more emotional than other days, you know, Yeah. Uh, because they were able to, 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 to understand that there's stuff that I'm going to delay. Probably my success itself will be delayed and I need not 
any sort of negative energy. If anything, I'm definitely going to, 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 to work hard for it. And today when I'm able to, 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 to do crazy stuff for them, it's almost like, do you remember that time? And it's always great for me because I, I have a story to tell. Yeah. What do you think all your, take, take Instagram, all the people who follow you, what do you think they have in common? They have uh, my followers, basically. Um, I can say positive energy uh, because every time I interact with them, it's always, it's always, always about positive stuff. We share a lot of um, positive energy with my people. Uh, hence, I really enjoy my Instagram people um, compared to any other platforms because I feel like they're always here to, to hear the great stories we want to tell as creatives and support thereof. So I really love them for that. Well, Oscar, having never met you before, um, I feel your I feel your energy. I feel your passion. I've, I've had people tell me that about me, but I I get what that means in the sense of when talking to somebody, you feel the energy, the passion, the love of what you do, the appreciation of what you do, the excitement of the next thing you do. Um, I think it's amazing, and uh, yeah. you've got a huge supporter in me and my team, but. As I said, I think you said something very profound, which is, is success can be that moment when you have to decide to be selfish to make that move. Otherwise, you're not going to get there. And especially, and you said something again, it's that idea that you can give too much of yourself to others and you forget how yeah. important it is to put it back into your own energy. Thanks, you know. That's crazy um, because, yeah, yeah, continue. No, 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 no. But but anyway, I, I just think I feel it, and and I appreciate the time you've given me and hearing your story. Um, if there's anything I can do for for you and and your audience, please ask. Uh, but I, I selfishly saying it my own way, I I love speaking and having conversations like this because it motivates me. It gives me more energy to do more things, to try more things, to get out there, to give back. So I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. But I really appreciate it, man, because from my perspective, um, what you do, um, especially when it comes to empowering and also being on collaborating, is so inspiring because um, this is actually what we try to do, you know, from where we are in this part of the world, we, we, we try to, to, to elevate, but also the elevation has to have um, a long-term vision as well, you know. Yeah. I know when I benefit, there's 10, 20, 50 more people behind me who are benefiting, you know what I mean? And I see that every day. And my idea of collaboration is it's a win-win. It's got to be that way. Everyone's got to benefit. We've got to get something out of it. Um, yeah. And we're trying to do, you know, I'm, I'm in the liquor space, and I'm, but I'm trying to do more things in the music space where it is collaboration, where there's other people, if we can get artists together from the U.S. and Africa together, if we can get artists together between, uh, to, between countries together, um, and if we can play a role and provide financing and provides a source of support, then we all win. It's a great thing. Um, but Oscar, I appreciate it. Lots of love to you. Keep going. Keep fighting. Um, I look forward to getting to South Africa myself. But anything I can possibly do, Oscar, please ask. All right? Thank you so much. I'll definitely hit your team up. Uh, thank you to Sophie so much. She's been so kind. And the ballet team in South Africa has been the kindest. I appreciate this bumbo there we go bel-air cheers 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 everybody thank you oscar have a great great rest of your week and weekend all right stay healthy keep fighting
Thank you, brother. Bless him.